0: Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: Hour number two of the Rob Carson Show, and by the grace of God, it is finally Friday... Coming up, Joe Biden says that uh, we don't keep uh, records of people who come and visit our private residences. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh yeah, they do. That's another lie. We'll get to that in a few. Uh, by the way, really new, uh, really good new book called uh, "Crushed Big Tech's War on Free Speech." Uh, Congressman uh, uh, Ken Buck actually written this book, and uh, he shows how Google, Facebook, and Twitter suppressed the truth about Hunter Biden's laptop, COVID, President Trump, and more. And by the way, the reason why they did that is because the government told them to. And the reason why they did that is because uh, uh, ninety or so ir or uh, uh, ninety or so uh, FBI agents went to work at twitter literally went to work and 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 the, our tax money they spent 3.5 million dollars the fbi to censor free speech at twitter and then there were 120 fbi uh, officials working at facebook okay so that's what we're dealing with that's all been uh, verified it's all real it's all true and uh, the government's trying to make that all that go away you know why Because they're going to make it about some classified documents at Joe Biden's residences and hope it goes away. I ain't going to work. But anyway, back to the book. If you want a copy of Ken Buck's Crushed, which is awesome, by the way, all you got to do is go to Crush911.com. All right, crush911.com. You're gonna save yourself thirty bucks. You're gonna get signed up for the Newsmax newsletter, which is really, really good, and you're also gonna get updates from Newsmax, and and you're gonna love the network. Okay, they're not in Davos like Fox this week, talking you know Maria Bartiromo interviewing all those people over in lovely Davos. No, 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 we don't send people to to uh, to Davos. No, no, no. So just go to once again crush911.com, and then watch uh, Rob Schmidt by the way on Newsmax. He's uh, featuring. Ken Buck this week. I think you'll enjoy the, uh, enjoy the show. Um, okay. So, um, the White House says that they do not keep uh, logs um, of uh, visitors to the president's Wilmington home. Did you know that? That's what they're saying. And I, and I said that since maybe the president spends half of his time there, instead of, you know, and you're thinking, oh, well, it's because he's really old. You know, that's probably part of it. He does, uh, you know, turn in rather early during the week and doesn't do much. I mean, he really doesn't do much when you think about it. But you kind of thinking, maybe, maybe the people who are really in charge, maybe he's doing a little, uh, you know, a little work there. Maybe he's uh, there's a reason why there are classified documents there. Maybe, maybe, this is kind of weird. Maybe the classified documents are part of what China expects in return for all the money they've given to the Bidens. So, you know, I'm just kind of thinking out loud here, because, you know, they, they, I don't know, the University of Pennsylvania, which, by the way, should be under uh, federal investigation, um, they've gotten uh, $70 million from uh, the Chinese government. About 51 uh, million of it have gone to the Penn-Biden Center, which is a massive money laundering scandal. It is. It's nothing else but that. But uh, here is that uh, James Comer. He's a congressman. He's saying, you know what? Maybe... Maybe trying to expect something back from the Bidens in return for all the money that
2: uh, the Biden Center for Diplomacy was funded almost exclusively through anonymous Chinese donations. And obviously the Chinese want to get a return on their... The
1: classified documents don't mean anything. What's behind the classified documents and the sale of America and its security by the Bidens to our enemies. That's the story
2: and how the federal government played along with it. Investment. So they're not just donating money to the Biden Center for Diplomacy, to Hunter's shady business dealings, and now we believe to Hunter's artwork that's going to anonymous buyers in China. They're not just doing this for charity. They're doing this because they want to get a return on their investment. That poses a... An- if
1: you're going to pay for the date, you better put out. I know it's a cliche. I just use it because it's kind of absurd. But you get the point. National security- Plus, there's how Joe Biden treats women.
2: Risk. This is something that every American should be concerned about. And that's why we're investigating the Biden family for their influence. Family. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, this is uh, Ron Kessler, former Washington Post and Wall Street Journal investigative reporter. Uh, has said that, yeah, they do keep records of visitors at his home because it's, uh, uh, you know, not just because it's a personal uh, uh, residence. Like every president in decades of modern history, his personal residence is personal, but people have to go through security checks. Yeah. Secret Service conducts a background check that generates electronic records on the visits and results of background checks at these residences, and those records are never expunged. Thought you should know. Appears that Fox News is reporting that the Secret Service if that when they're not in Davos, by the way, uh, is prepared to hand over names of B- Biden's Wilmington visitors if requested by Congress. There you go. When a visitor is to come to Biden's home in Wilmington, his staff notifies the Secret Service, provide details on the visitor's identity. According to Norm Jarvis, a former Secret Service agent, an electronic check is conducted to uncover any criminal records, warrants, or arrests, or contact with a foreign intelligence service. The electronic records on the background checks and the visits are never expunged. So uh, they're lying to you about that. And there's, you know, a number of reasons for that. Because, well, it's because they're trying to cover up absolute, absolute corruption. That's what it's all about. I can't wait to find out. We're going to.
3: Fifty grand a month, paid in rent. This is Jim Gossett, by the way. It's another kickback to the president. (laughs) <laughs> this is how the money's sent, through the Biden Laundry. <laughs> Money Laundry! Gotta pay the big guy, that's what Hunter said. He got creative, called it rent instead. Millions of bucks have been fed, uh, through the Biden Laundry. Like Hunter's paintings, it's a scheme Mm -hmm. to funnel money to Joe and his team. Crime is a consistent theme at the Fire and Laundry. (laughs) <laughs> kick the money up, kick the money down. Yeah, want you know the what?
1: Up, they're kicking the you while down. you're down. Kick is what the they're doing. Up. They're kicking money you down. while you're down. And, and I think up. I have figured out actually the ingredient that uh, that the Bidens use at their uh, at their laundry. I, I think I may have actually figured it out. If I can get my computer to uh, to play it. Ancient here.
4: Chinese secret. Ancient Chinese secret. Yeah, huh? that, that's
1: how they do the laundry. They use uh, ancient Chinese secret apparently to uh, to do the laundry. I guess that is the the case but it does appear that the uh, the biden's uh they do keep an electronic record of those who are at uh, the biden's residence i think it's fantastic i want to mention also um there's kind of interesting this coming from um, Elon Musk. Uh, I have gotten that blue checky thing, you know, they do on uh, on Twitter, and, uh, and a lot of people are telling me, you know, oh, you're just selling yourself out or whatever, I don't know. I, I pay more for Netflix every month, but uh, we have the blue check mark because I support Elon Musk and I, I know that what he is doing is going to be uh, very, very important to the history of the country, and he is one of the main reasons why I believe this year is going to be a true uh, we're going to turn a corner with regard to uh, the nonsense going on in this country, Return to Common and there will be what I would call a new American revolution. So he is saying uh, that uh, if, now this is cool, Donald Trump has been considering, I guess, going back to Twitter. And I hope and pray he does. I think it's going to be awesome. And uh, you only do that because you know Donald Trump and you guys are like buddies and all. No, 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 no. I like freedom of speech. Uh, There are a lot of people on uh, big social media that I don't particularly like, but I love the fact, like uh, Keith Olbermann, I think he's a complete insane moron but i follow him on twitter because i just want to uh, uh l- you know let him present his insane arguments and then i can respond to it that's an amazing thing but anyway uh elon musk says that um uh joe biden's administration might attempt to weaponize the federal government to target twitter If former President Donald Trump returns to the platform, and I don't doubt that. He says, we'll we'll be interesting to see how the Biden administration reacts to this. They might try to weaponize federal agencies against Twitter. Twitter uh, permanently suspended Trump in the wake of January 6, 2021, the Capitol riot, which was not an insurrection, by the way. But since acquiring the company, Musk has reinstated many accounts that have been previously banned. It's called freedom of speech. It's kind of cool, including Trump's. However, Trump has not posted any content since being reinstated, and I hope he does. NBC reported Trump's campaign is aiming to get the former president reinstated on Facebook. He was blocked from the platform in early 2021. Now, here's the interesting thing. Uh, we know that uh, uh, Facebook and Twitter uh, banned conservative speech effectively. I know this because I was a part of it. We know that the uh, Twitter and Facebook were working hand-in-hand with the federal government to shut down free speech of conservatives about a number of issues, including COVID protocol, protocol COVID injuries, everything that uh, was opposite of what the government said was the truth or their policies was verboten. It was government policy. They did it. They did that. Donald Trump was uh, consequently banned from Twitter and Facebook. You don't think that the federal government had anything to do with that? You don't think that the FBI who literally shut down the Hunter Biden laptop story before the 2020 election, even though they'd known it for a year before that and, and effectively through the 2020 election, uh, you know, along with another, a lot of other things that, uh, you know, you, all, you know, do you suppose that maybe they also banned Donald Trump after the election so he couldn't talk about the election? I couldn't talk about the 2020 election. I mean, the day after the election, Facebook got rid of my account. I didn't even have a chance to post. All right. This is uh, uh, back to uh, uh, Elon Musk. We believe that the ban on President Trump's account on Facebook has dramatically distorted and inhibited the public discourse. Every day that uh, President Trump's political voice remains silent uh, furthers an inappropriate interference in the American political and election process. So Elon Musk is concerned that the the federal government go after uh, Twitter. And it wouldn't surprise me. Because I don't believe that those FBI agents are still working there. But I hope he returns. Let's real quick go to uh, Claude in Arbutus, Maryland. Hello, Claude. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today?
4: Hey, uh, my friend. How are you?
1: I'm glorious, man. What's up?
4: Well, I knew for a fact in 95, we went down to uh, Florida for the brush fires with the Baltimore County Fire Department. And uh, we got to meet Bill Clinton. And the only way we could meet Clinton was to give my ID, put all our stuff in one room. Everything would be searched. And then you could go see the... Once you were cleared, they gave you a pass, and you'd go see the president. Yeah. Without it, you've got nothing. So I know they have information on this man. Now, rather, they want to give us information up, but they're going to have to sooner or later. Yeah.
1: Claude, I think that uh, well, certainly, uh, I think what I just said there uh, is is true. Uh, there are visitor logs to the uh, Biden's homes, and uh, I hope that uh, the Secret Service is going to give uh, to give those up. Um, but I think that, and, and what are you? What are your thoughts? Why, why do you suppose that uh, these secret documents uh, have suddenly come up after the midterms?
4: Because they, they didn't want people to know about
1: it. Yeah, but do you suppose they're trying to get rid of Joe Biden?
4: Yeah, I think they're
1: trying to get him out of there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call, bud. Appreciate it. Yeah, there's, there's. Uh, we will find out who visited uh, uh, Biden. Biden is done. I said this yesterday. I think Biden's presidency is done. Uh, he may serve out his term. I think he will, but he is not going to run in 2024. Part of that is uh, the reason why we're seeing this and why even CNN is uh, acknowledging that Joe Biden had uh, business dealings with uh, Hunter's uh, business associates and all that. The reason why this is calling out is because we got through the midterms. Uh, now all of this can come out because the Democrat Party knows, as you and I do, that Joe Biden has no ability to, uh, to uh, run for president, let alone be president for a second term. And they're going to use this as kind of a, they're going to kill two birds with one stone. They're going to get rid of the possibility of Joe Biden for running for president, and they're going to distract against all of the deep state nonsense that has been perpetrated on the American people for decades. And guess what? That isn't going to work. But I will guarantee you, Joe Biden's presidency is over, and Joe Biden will not run in 2024. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show.
0: To all the American haters and anthem-nealers. I think it's misguided to protest the anthem and the flag. Yeah, we're done with you. It's The Rob Carson Show.
1: I think we need a massive class-action suit against the federal government for the diminishing returns of our tax dollars you are expected to pay taxes and be a good student a good uh, a good citizen you are expected to follow the laws of the country and uh, do you feel like the country the federal government has your best interests at heart do you feel that the federal government is fulfilling the promises that it made in the constitution Uh, let's just start with the border the border is wide open 250,000 people came across the border last month all right we should be able to start a massive uh, class-action lawsuit against the federal government for not fulfilling the tenets of the Constitution that's what we need to do we can't all just stop paying taxes we can't all just stay home from work you know why Because they already made us stay home from work two years ago and wanted to get us. They paid us. They paid businesses on borrowed money for the businesses they shut down. Maybe we need a massive class action lawsuit. I'm telling you, if history is any sort of a bellwether for what is coming to this country, I think that would be the easiest thing to do that could change us and correct our course. Because generally, when you go down the road of abuses and usurpations, the people get damn sick and tired of it. And they don't sue. But other things happen. It is time for a peaceful American revolution. And I'm asking Democrats and Republicans to join me. Because you flyover country Democrats. You don't want your children taught. That your little girl can be a boy when she's five, and you don't want your little boy being sexualized when he's six at school, among other things. It is time. It's time for a new American Revolution. It really is. All right. Oh, oh, do you know what today is? This is kind of interesting, and this is kind of a big deal to me because I've been pro-life all my life because I was a fetus. I don't know if you, are you, were you, it was Bill Clinton, or Bill Clinton the fetus, was uh, Joe Biden the fetus? I don't even know. But this is the first March for life in Washington, D.C., where there was no Roe v. Wade. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. And, and you know what? Hold on a second. Hold on. I got an update here on the explosion of women who've had to uh, resort to back-alley abortions and have consequently died. Hold on one second. Let me go ahead and find the pile of stuff here that has all of the women who had to do the back-alley abortions and consequently died. And the number appears to be, because it was estimated that thousands and thousands and thousands every single day by the left when they were caterwauling about getting rid of uh, Roe v. Wade. And the number is... um, um, none. None. Um, women are not having uh, uh, back alley abortions in mass. I, I, that's hmm, that's kind of strange because they were saying the opposite. The world's going to end. The sky was falling. Everybody was going to die, and uh, it looks like maybe it didn't. It makes you kind of wonder if other things happen that you know, uh, you know, like climate change. They talk about climate change and the world ending unless we stop eating meat or something. And I've uh, uh, been lied to that about that for about fifty years. Oh, I guess they lied about Roe v. Wade for about 50 years as well, so it kind of makes sense. kind of makes sense. One other story here about social media, then we're going to get to the uh, border. We're going to get to uh, Al Gore, (laughs) how much money Al Gore has made with climate alarmism, among other things. Meta, the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, which, by the way, has lost 70% of its value last year. We're winning. We're winning, guys. Facebook will allow users who identify as transgender. This is another way that, uh, you know, we're kind of uh, slapping women in the face, although most women don't want to show their their uh, breasts on uh, on so- social media. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are going to allow uh, in- people identifying as transgender or non-binary to have photos showing their nipples. Hey, hey, freedom! Um, as recommended by the company's official oversight board, according to the New York Post. This is The board recently overturned the flagging of two Instagram posts and users who identify as transgender and non-binary whose uh, content was flagged despite the fact they were covering their nipples. Yeah. They have a board for this. The board found that overall Meta's policies on nudity result in greater barriers to expression for women, trans, and gender non-binary people on their platforms. We welcome the board's decision in this case, according to a spokesperson for Meta. We have reinstated the content prior to the decision, recognizing that it should not have been taken down. So basically it's saying that you could show your nipples if if you're a trans woman. But not if you're an actual woman. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, the real woman, sure, but you know what I'm saying. Analyzing the platform's community standards the board notes that uh, standards refer to women's uncovered breasts giving the subjects uh, uh, that identify as non-binary and transgender. Those are okay. But uh, plain old women's devils not allowed. Thought you should know. Yeah, that's the absurdity we're dealing with. All right, so uh, Al Gore's riches of the southern border and a Russian hockey player shows us what free speech is all about. That's all coming up. Don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, it's Rob Carson. Are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? When you finally had enough of the games government is playing with your savings in retirement, diversify into gold with Birch Gold. I am tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by leaders in Washington. For over 5,000 years, gold has withstood inflation, geopolitical turmoil, and stock market crashes. And here's the great news. You can still get it. In fact, you can own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert your IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word ROB to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With over 20 years of experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs, Birch Gold can help you. Protect yourself with gold today by texting ROB to the number 989898. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, secure your gold. Start today with the free info kit. There's no obligation to make this request. Just text ROB to 989898. To be a part of The Rob Carson Show,
0: call 1-800-922-6680. That's 1-800-922-6680.
1: So, if I were a woman in the United States of America, uh, I would be a little mad about a number of things. One of them is that uh, uh, they're replacing you. The the left in this country is replacing women. Um, they are allowing trans men to say they're women, and uh, and they're erasing women. They're they're literally saying that uh, they're they're saying that uh, per- birthing persons, uh, chest feeding persons, and all of this. And what an insult! Honestly, what an insult! to women. You've got a Supreme Court justice right now who's been seated who couldn't identify, could not tell us what a woman is. Is the same thing done for men in this country? Are they doing the same thing to men in this country? I mean, they are kind of. They call our masculinity toxic, right? They, they make us feel terrible for being men and all this stuff. Uh, and then they put, like yesterday, I, I commented on, on Twitter, there was a, a, a woman there who uh, took some hormones uh, and got facial hair and then her at her, her female breast room moved and uh, and then got pregnant and said that uh, that that she's a man and you know whatever you want to live your life as a man and all that stuff that's fine but uh you know i'm not gonna uh you know there's there's something about being a man too all right there are a lot of men who've gone to war and died there are a lot of men who build stuff there are a lot of men who are fathers and you just can't just join the club because you got some facial hair You know, I'll treat you like a man. You come to the cigar shop, you want to be a dude and all that, but don't say, don't try to erase me, all right? Don't try to erase me. And then when you do become men, say that masculinity is toxic. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. And then then they also have allowed women to be erased in sports because they let men who are failed at sports compete with women, which adds even further insult to injury. And then... And like, for instance, if you look at uh, 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 Levine, what's her name? Uh, Avril, it's not Avril Levine, but uh, uh, or, or or Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner, whole life lives as a as a man, suddenly becomes a woman. Woman of the year, woman of the year. It, it's remarkable, It really is. If I were a woman, I mean, I'm really being serious about this because my mother was a woman, my daughter is a woman, my sister is a woman, and they're proud women. They're proud of their pronoun pronoun her they are my mother is a very was a very powerful and amazing woman she was proud of being a woman there's more to being a woman than having breast implants and having your penis cut off sorry but then you got this. It's and it just this is comical. This is laughable. You've got uh, you've got uh, Facebook now saying that uh, uh, if you are transgendered, if you are non-binary transgender, you can show your nipples on Facebook. This is, I mean, this is just stupid. It really is stupid. Don't get me wrong, but but if you're a woman, no, they they literally say that if you show you take your shirt off, uh, you can be non-binary or transgender, um, and uh, uh, not women. Who- who are actually women. Really? Yeah, the, the rules typically allowing showing nipples in relation to surgeries or breastfeeding, which the Oversight Board say, highlight the disproportionate impact for people who identify as LGBTQ. We are constantly evaluating our policies to help our, our p- platforms better. We know that more can be done to the LGBT community or for them. And uh, and so consequently, now, if you show your uncovered chest on Facebook, you can only do it if you are transgendered, not if you're a woman. Not that women want to do that. I, I, most women don't want to do that. You walk into a, you know, if you were accidentally walked in, not just pretending to be a woman as a man, going into a woman's locker room, they'd shriek and cover up their breasts. You know, they wouldn't do that. But uh, it is kind of a, it is kind of funny and very familiar, by the way.
5: Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Cross, I am the censor, and I will not
6: allow this costume on the. Why not? Well, specifically, you can see her nipples. I want to see her nipples. But this is a Christmas show.
0: Well, Charles Dickens would have wanted to see her nipples then. Uh, You can uh, you can hardly see them nipples.
1: There you go. That's from uh, Scrooge. One of my favorite movies. It just it's so. It would be funny uh, if it weren't so. So much of an affront to everything that we hold dear to us. You know that's the way it is. Let's go to a John in. Uh, is it Freedom, California? Hello, John. Welcome to the show. Correct. Go right ahead. I, oddly enough, there is a t- California called Freedom. How ironic. Yes, uh,
4: Joe Biden landed in Freedom, California yesterday at
1: the airport. Oh, really? He landed yes. in Freedom, so he could so he could restrict ours. Is what. <laughs> uh-
4: I wanted to comment about your discussion on the Declaration of Independence, where it says if ever this form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it's the right of the people to alter or abolish it. Uh, The Constitution is actually telling you exactly verbatim just what to look for and how to actually disqualify, arrest, or remove any government official as well as— Planning the whole government and replacing it with citizens who will run it.
1: Yeah. Uh, John, I, I do believe we've reached the point. That um, it's not about replacing <clears throat> the government as founded. It's about returning the government to its founding and to ending the abuses and usurpations that are happening right now uh, across the board in Washington, D.C. that really have peaked in the last couple of years with literally state-sponsored apartheid against a, uh, a, a political ideology and the people who uh, who follow it. Um, it. We really have reached that point. And, and honestly, if you look at the the agreement, we have a sacred agreement, the citizenry and the Government have a sacred agreement. We agree to uh, pay our taxes. We agree to abide by the laws of the country. We agree to defend the country with our lives. But in return, we have to be guaranteed our sovereignty, our security, and some basic functions of government. And right now, the government is not fulfilling the tenets of that agreement. And consequently, it's time that we launched a massive. And maybe I don't know if this is possible. If you're a lawyer, we need a massive class action lawsuit against the federal government because they are not fulfilling their end of the bargain and they are behaving in a very unconstitutional and lawful fashion, John.
4: I agree. And the thing is that the Constitution made provisions just for that. The problem is we seem to think that if we vote the bad guys out and vote the good guys in, everything is going to solve itself. It's not going to work that way. The government has been corrupt for too long. The thing the Constitution teaches us is, in Article 1, Section 8, under the powers of Congress, that Congress shall provide for calling forth the militia to execute the laws of the Union, to suppress insurrection and repel invasion. What that is saying is obligatory, obligatory militia groups are supposed to have to replace the existing government on
1: the oath. Okay, you know uh, I appreciate your phone call, John. I do appreciate it. Thanks for the phone call. I'm not going to go down this road. I- I'm not going to go down this road. That's, this is this is kind of straying into Alex Jonesy kind of stuff, and I ain't going to go there. I'm just saying that we right now are not having the government is not fulfilling its end of the bargain. All right. Uh, as far as militia groups taking uh, no. <clears throat> no, 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 not going to go down there. You know, I'm I'm all about uh, replacing who's in Washington, D.C. I'm all about wholesale firing of of bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. I'm all about, uh, you know, I would say half of the federal government being cut half of the government be, being cut because we've had to do it forever and uh, and, and then uh, like I said a class action lawsuit against the United States of America and then for those who are uh, for instance opening our southern border which is unconstitutional the people in charge of those decisions they have to face justice and we have to get back on the right constitutional uh, footing because again they're not fulfilling the tenets of the contract these are abuses and usurpations and they have to end because I'm going to tell you the people who are doing the abusing and, and usurping they don't care about the future of the country they hate the country as founded it's about fundamentally changing America so the only thing we can do to to save the country is to have a new American revolution in 2023 and it's not violent no 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 there are other ways to do it but we have to be able to get it done, because if we keep going this way, it's over. Let's go to uh, Homer in Rising Sun, Maryland. Hello there, Homer. What's going on, my friend?
4: Hey, uh, I was just uh, talking to your your screener there, and I was telling him that you know the uh, hockey guy who uh, is a Russian yes. <laughs> of all things stood up for freedom of speech by saying, "Hey, I don't care if you give me a jersey to wear." It. If it if it if it makes it seem I believe in something I don't, that's vile. That's uh, against my freedom of speech.
1: Yeah, you're talking about Philadelphia Flyers. Uh- Ivan Provorov, he is a devout uh, Russian Orthodox Christian. Here he is being asked about why he would not wear, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it, a stupid LGBTQ Pride Night jersey. It's not because LGBTQ people are stupid. No, no, no. It's that uh, uh, you do not, when you have an agreement with a sports team, you do not have to wear their politics on your sleeve. Here he is being asked about it.
6: Everybody, and I respect everybody's choices. My choice is to stay true to myself and my religion. That's all I'm going to say.
1: And don't you other players who were raised in our country your entire lives and enjoyed the freedoms of living here feel a little foolish that it took a Russian to be able to say that. It took a Russian to really explain what the First Amendment is all about. Homer, that's a great point. I appreciate it. Yeah. Listen to this. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, thing go, thing ahead. I- go ahead. Go ahead. I go ahead. wanted
4: to say this this years ago when they had the AIDS ribbon, they used to pin on people and show them out on on the stage somewhere. A lot of them people says, I ain't wearing that damn ribbon, you know? Yes. this is sort of the same daggone thing all over again.
1: Yeah, I've got a little clip here I think you'll like. This is uh, Seinfeld when Kramer decided that he didn't want to wear the AIDS ribbon when he was actually there to support people with AIDS at an AIDS walk. He just wasn't, didn't want to be branded with a stupid ribbon because everybody else was wearing one. Cosmo, uh, Okay, you're checked in. Yeah, thank you. Here's your AIDS ribbon. Uh, no, thanks.
5: You don't want to wear an AIDS ribbon? Uh, no, no.
1: But you have to wear an AIDS ribbon.
7: I have to. <laughs>
5: yes. Yeah, see... That's why I don't want to.
7: But everyone wears the ribbon. You must wear the ribbon.
1: What you are? You, know. you must wear the armband. A ribbon bully.
3: Hey. hey, you, come back here. Come back here and put this on.
6: Hey, where's your ribbon? Oh, I don't wear the ribbon. You don't wear the ribbon?
1: Aren't
7: you against AIDS? Yeah, I'm against AIDS. I mean, I'm walking on i do wear the
2: ribbon.
5: Who do you think you are?
1: Yeah, who do you think you are not getting the vaccine? You didn't get the vaccine? What's wrong with you, man? You see where I'm coming from there? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, all right, thanks, buddy. It's about being a sheep. What, what you, you, uh, you don't, uh, you don't want to send your kids to public school and go to private school? What's wrong with you? You don't want to get the vaccine? What's, what's wrong with you? You don't want to agree with whatever? What's wrong with you? This is a uh, actual a reporter for the NHL. His name is EJ Hedrick. I guess he works with the NHL Network. Listen to this. Listen to this jackass. I, I, usually, I don't like to use language. This man is a jackass. This is this is what woke sports has become. This is what ESPN has become. This. This is what professional sports management have become. Listen to what they have to say about this hockey player, who, by the way, is not uh, anti-LGBTQ. He just was not going to wear the league's politics and support the league's politics when he's there to play a game.
2: And Ivan Progroff can get on a plane any day he wants and go back to a place where he feels more comfortable, take less money, and get on with his life that way. Just go back to Russia. problematic form. And he's been in North America for a long time. He played in the Western Hockey League. He's now been in Philadelphia for many years. If this is that much of a problem for him to maybe assimilate into his group of teammates and in the community and here in this country, that's okay. Listen, you can feel any way you want. But the beauty is, if it
4: bothers you that much, there's always a chance to leave. Go back when you feel more comfortable. I understand there's a conflict of
1: sorts going on over there. Yeah, he's actually saying go back to Russia and and go die in a war. That's pretty remarkable. What about if your hockey league decides to uh, do pro-life night and you have to wear a pro-life jersey? Watch the liberals' heads explode. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson
0: Show. It's time to make common sense, common again. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: By the way, the senior reporter for the NHL Network is named E.J. Roddick. Roddick is his name. Uh, here's a uh, uh, column that was forwarded to me by my great boss, Lee. Hi, Lee. How you doing there, buddy? Uh, Brad Palumbo, News, uh, Newsweek, says, I'm gay, leave even Proberov. Ivan Provorov alone. Gay rights once meant meant fighting for marriage equality and anti-discrimination protections. I always said about gay marriage equality, you guys had an out. You were fine. You could have said, hey, I can't get married, honey. Uh, It's not legal. You had a chance. You could have saved yourselves. That said, no, I'm happily married. Most of the time now, it apparently means harassing random pro athletes eh, who won't wrap themselves in the rainbow flag or the Black Lives Matter flag or the other weather flag of the month. The uh, play the Flyers player stepped down a rainbow-colored Hornets nest <laughs> Tuesday night when he declined to participate in pregame skate where all the players were wearing pride-themed warm-up gear. Yeah, that's something you want to wear. You know, honestly, stop demasculizing, men. I mean, I, I, quit, quit quit making this is just honestly. I'm not going to wear your stupid rainbow-colored—and a lot of gay people think that the rainbow thing is really stupid, too, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. There are a lot of gay people who are like, oh, really? A rainbow? Dear God. Seriously? We're trying to be serious. We're trying to be taken seriously, and you come up with a rainbow? Are you a child? Dear God in heaven. You suppose an average 65-year-old gay guy is going to go, yeah, I need to wear a rainbow. <clears throat> How about I just make a living? Uh, this is uh, Prover. Obviously, you know, I respect everybody, everybody's choices, but you know what? I disagree with my religion. End of story. Flyers coach uh, jo- uh, John Tortorella, sorry, don't ho- follow hockey, uh, pointed out, he said that uh, with Provi he's just being true to himself and his religion. This has to do with his beliefs and his religion. That is one thing I love about Provy. He's true to himself. We're cool with that. He said it would be unfair to bench or otherwise punish a player for the actions but on social media and the sports media Provorov's getting savaged over his decision. He's a shameful human being whose homophobia is only going to get more shameful over the years according to hockey writer Andrew or and Adam Proto who shouldn't be involved in a in a sport like this cuz honestly, wow, really? Uh, other people said he he uh the, uh, the outrage uh, uh, with other people has been, you know, like the guy I told you sent you, he said he wanted to go back to Russia. If you want to go back to Russia, go right ahead, etc. But what about if you want to do a uh, uh, Second Amendment night and everybody got to wear a Second Amendment jersey? How about that? How about that? back to this article, is unfortunately that uh, the LGBT agenda is also closely tied to Democrat politics, including support for abortion, gun control, and and a variety of other issues uh, people of good faith can have earnest disagreements with. You're not inclusive or tolerant if you demand that anyone must bend the knee to your ideological campaigns. By definition, that's repressive and intolerant. It's stunning and brave when athletes like NFL player Colin Kaepernick stand up for their values, yet Provorov is a bigoted homophobe for standing by his values. Here's the difference. You live in the United States. You play sports in the United States. You can uh, go see sports in the United States. You can become a professional athlete and get very rich in the United States. And we honor our country. It is a decision by sports to uh, honor the country by playing the National Anthem. By making someone wear an LGBTQRSTUBWXYZ jersey during warm-ups, you are forcing political speech that is against what you believe And possibly even your religious values. It's not fair. The NHL's motto is hockey is for everybody. That absolutely must include gay, lesbian, bisexual, or transgender people who should be welcomed into the sport. Okay? Yet for it to mean anything, it must also include traditional people of faith who don't share left-leaning values. Okay. Now, coming up, we've got... uh, Something that I would, uh, is akin to sending a dead fish to a uh, congressman's office. Byron Donald's got a copy of Uncle Tom's Cabin in his mail. And then we'll get to the Al Gore Davos Madness coming up. It's the Rob Carson Show.
0: Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. And I want to remind you uh, this weekend, if you haven't heard of it, I do a TV show on Newsmax, and it is... um Uh, A half an hour show, it's going to be an hour, and it is a political commentary and comedy show, which is what I do. I uh, try to uh, talk about politics, pop culture, you know, all of these things, and then uh, if I can use humor to uh, make a point. Something I did for many, many years on the Rush Limbaugh show, And, uh, and I brought it to the air here, and then also I do a TV show on Newsmax. It's called Rob Carson's What in the World, and it runs a couple times over the weekend. Donald Trump got wind of it a couple years ago. Uh, and he said, "I'm the funniest guy on television." <clears throat> I was actually uh, very blessed to go from uh, selling cars two years ago to literally going to Mar-a-Lago for dinner last year. It is uh, it is a, a beautiful story, and I'm I'm just so proud of it. And um and and I hope maybe it might maybe inspire you a little bit that you can you know, anything's possible. But uh, if you get a chance to watch the show this weekend, oh my god. The the show has gotten better. It's uh, it's interesting, and I was talking to my son about this yesterday. You know, my writing right now, uh, even though I'm in my mid fifties, is better than it's ever been. Because a couple of things are going on. There's a gr- there's a wonderful thing um, that happens to you as you get older is you acquire wisdom and experience. It's kind of weird that way, you know? So maybe don't listen so much to uh, uh, Gen Zers who scream at you and tell you that they're uh, the opposite sex and all that. How about come back to me in about 20 years when you've thought about it and, and we'll have a serious discussion. Otherwise, derp, 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 okay? But uh, if you get a chance to watch the show this weekend you're going to laugh you're going to do a little spit take action uh you're going to it's a very good show so go to newsmaxtv.com for listings uh it's on a number of platforms uh, i watch it on DirecTV, 349 and uh you're going to and, and set your dvr you set your dvr cuz you're going to be sharing with people and um it's i i know <clears throat> for a ba- a fact um well, it's really an opinion, but it's it's true. My show is as funny as Gutfeld's, and I love Gutfeld. I think he's really funny, but I would, I think my show, I'd put it up against Gutfeld's show any day, and uh, I do it myself with my uh, editor, Brian, and uh, and a couple of people here that, I, that are just awesome. So, uh, anyways, so Rob Carson's What in the World? What in the World? <clears throat> this incident is is not meant to humiliate someone, it's meant to intimidate them. Every bit as much as sending a dead fish to somebody. What am I talking about? Well, when I say this to you, and um, particularly if you are a person of color, I wanna know how you'd feel if this arrived in your office as a representative. Byron Donalds is a uh, uh, representative in Washington D.C. is also a man of color, and he is a very, very brilliant man. He got a copy of Uncle Tom's Cabin delivered to his office. I want to know what kind of uh, huh. I want to know what kind of person who would do that. You've got to kind of wonder if somebody like Cori Bush did it. Corey Bush is a uh, uh, representative from a slum in St. Louis that is hell on earth because of Democrats. And she called Byron Donalds a prop just about a month ago. Byron Donalds is not a historic candidate for speaker. He is a prop. Despite being black, he supports a policy agenda intent on upholding and perpetuating white supremacy. <laughs> His name is in the mix, is not uh, progress, it's pathetic. Because we were thinking about maybe Byron Donalds could, uh, could be the speaker. This is what Byron Donalds said. Today my D.C. office received a copy of the world-renowned book Uncle Tom's Cabin by Harriet Beecher Stowe. Whoever sent this book did so with hate in their heart and the desire to depict me as a sellout. GOP Representative Burgess Owens of Utah said the stunt is a clear example of bullies, cowards, and intellectual dwarfs and racists who thrive in the shadows of anonymity. No bones about it. This was this was a figurative uh, church burning. This was a figurative rock thrown through a window for Byron Donalds. That's what it was. It is remarkable that in the year 2023, something like this, something this hateful and despicable and racist
2: could happen.
1: But it did. But it did. It is uh, stunning. It's threatening. And it's sickening. And when I talk about, and I have talked about, uh, conservative apartheid that exists in this country, it is. It has been for a very long time. Uh, I've endured it for 30 years of my career. Uh, Conservative media has always been uh, derided and maligned, and uh, advertisers are driven from conservative media, even though, you know, we're a center-right country, and we've allowed this to happen. We've allowed this to happen, and it's about time to say, you know what, screw you. Done. 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 This is uh, uh, the the Grace to You, Director of Digital Platforms, Daryl Harrison. He said, Uncle Tom's Cabin is a book everyone should read. Only those who are ignorant of its gospel-themed narrative would view that book with such hateful and spiteful intent as this. I'll tell you what. (laughs) The Democrat Party has sold its soul. I mean, it has sold its soul. And I would hope that you as Democrats can just back up and say, do I support a party that erases women? Do I support? A party that is fine with abortion up to birth, do I support a party that uh, mandates vaccines? Do I support a, a party that shuts down free speech? There are so many things that the Democrat Party does uh, that are unconstitutional and uh, unacceptable. I mean, at one point, do you kind of go, you know at least at least there have been a couple. Members of Congress, Democrats. Kristen cinema left the party. Uh, I, if my party were associated with so much, as I've just said, I, I wouldn't be a part of it.
7: But the Republican
1: Party, whatever. Oh, shut up. Let's talk about uh, what's going on in uh, Davos. And by the way, yesterday, uh, John Kerry, uh, hey, why the long face? Um, let the cat out of the bag as to why. Uh, all this green energy stuff exists. Why they're having this uh, elitist Davos Summit.
5: Making storms bigger and more costly. Climate change is ravaging the coast. Our climate change in these extreme warm waters.
6: Climate change intensifying hurricanes. And they say climate change is supercharging storm systems like this one.
3: Liars on the storm. Liars on the storm. We blame the hurricane On fake climate change We're liars on the storm (laughs) We say the earth's too warm And that somehow caused the storm Global warming is our scheme, to achieve our Marxist dream, we're liars on the storm. They thought the plan was ending, they wouldn't fly private jets. Me and my friend Al Gore, we're dishonest to the core, I've spread lots everywhere to become a billionaire, watch my net worth soar. A pair of Frost we are, and Joe made me climate czar. We're liars on the storm. Oh, that is fantastic, Jim Gossett. Liars on the storm. And uh, you know, by the way,
1: also uh, they 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 go to Davos. They fly over in private jets. They live high on the hog. They eat uh, foie gras on top of filet mignon. <clears throat> they expect you to dine on the crumbs. It's exactly what's happening on with our federal government and the leaders of, of both parties, I should say. They're the same people who say that you should wear a mask and you should uh, you should uh, stay at home when they go to baseball games and take their masks off or they get their hair done, etc. This is an elitist mindset and honestly, I think we've kind of reached the end of it. We're, we're really tired of it. I used to just call them let them eat cake liberals, but, uh, but honestly, we're tired of feasting on the crumbs. And then there's John Kerry yesterday who has multiple mansions. You know what? he should write a book about how to, bri- how to marry really rich women because, honestly, I mean, he's the master of it. He finds heiresses, and he doesn't need to do anything. He could just, I mean, honestly, if I was married to an heiress, like Teresa Hines, Carrie, or whatever, I would take that, that ketchup money, and I would just enjoy my life, man. And, you know, whatever she wants, I'll clean up around the house, whatever. But I, I'm just going to, I'm going to live large. I'm not going to tell anybody what to do. I'm just going to enjoy being married to a really, 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 really witch, rich woman. Witch woman, rich woman but here is John Kerry yesterday explaining what Davos, what Davos and climate change is all about. Listen to this. He's literally unashamed. I don't think he's this clueless. He's this unashamed. Here it is.
2: Money, 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 money. Ah! You know, the, the State of the Union's coming up and the president's got to, you know, and I think will we'll because he believes this. We've got to move this because that's the only way we keep 1.5 degrees alive. So how do we get there? Well, the lesson I've learned in Um, the ocean levels haven't gone up, by the way. And you know, the amazing thing,
1: uh, if they did go up, every beachfront in the world would know about it because uh, sea level is the same around the world yeah and so since the uh, oceans haven't gone up on the island of manhattan or uh or the uh, florida keys it means it hasn't gone up in australia and all the other places that have shoreline
2: last years and i learned it as secretary and i've learned it since reinforced in spades is money 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 money
1: wow i i mean do i need to say anything else <laughs>
2: I'm sorry to say that I mean, yes technology yes exciting new initiatives yes organizing winning races politically I mean what happened uh, in in the midterms in the United States is nothing less than miraculous and it happened because young people voted and the second now
1: nah, it's a lot of ballot harvesting actually and uh, it wasn't necessarily about uh, uh, abortion yeah sure
2: Our most voted issue was climate nah it's a huge deal but we have to go further I have said this before, but I say it again. I'm convinced we will get to a low-carbon, no-carbon economy. We're going to get there because we have to. I am not convinced we can get there in time to do what the scientists said. Okay,
1: then uh, surrender your damned mansion and go live in a tiny house. Surrender your surrender your entourage of uh, gas-guzzling SUVs and drive a crappy little electric car. Uh, surrender your private jet, sir. Do your visit to uh, to uh, Davos on a Zoom call. Otherwise, shut your bloody mouth. All right. Shut it. I got a little more audio from Al Gore on the other side of this. And you won't believe how much money he's made on this nonsense. And also, George is coming up. You got a comment on uh, Byron Donalds? That's coming up in a second. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show.
0: Do you know why we know Joe Biden and the Democrats caused a 40-year high inflation? When factors that make these ships shut down, chips shut down. Because we're not stupid.
1: It's the Rob Carson Show. It is a Rob Carson Show, and uh, I just love these. Uh, I, you couldn't pay me to go to Davos. I would not be a part of that insufferable, awful cabal of uh, worthless uh, elitists over there. I wouldn't have anything to do with that stinking place. Uh, but, you know, there are a lot of our leaders going over there. Did you realize that Chris Ray, the director of the FBI, is over there? What the hell is the director of the FBI over there for? Well, he was over there talking about uh, the uh, the FBI working with big social media to censor you. Apparently he's cool with that, by the way. Yeah. There is uh, there is that. Oh, and then yesterday, the guy who created, uh, well, the president of Pfizer, who made 50 million dollars during covid while everybody else was suffering, starving, having their businesses shut down and everything. He was approached by Rebel News about all of the bull crap associated with the with the Pfizer vaccine, which uh, doesn't work. (laughs) It doesn't work. It never has, actually. But here he is being approached by a by a a reporter from Rebel News. Can I ask you, when did you
2: know that the vaccines didn't stop trans? How long did you know that without saying it publicly? Mr. Borla, can I ask you, did you know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission? How long did you know that without saying it publicly? I'm sorry. Answer that question. I mean, we we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission, but why did you keep it secret? You said it was 100% effective, then 90%, then 80%, then 70%. But we now know that the vaccines do not stop transmission. Why did you keep that secret? Have a nice day. I won't have
1: a nice day until I know the answer. Why did you keep it a secret that your valid- it's like yesterday? Uh, uh, Jacinda Ardern, the uh, the uh, uh, prime minister of New Zealand, who I mean was the worst COVID dictator in the world. She resigned because the people of New Zealand are really. Done, and this is going to—I mean, there's I, Nuremberg Two has been trending on Twitter for weeks. I suggested another Nuremberg trial for those like Albert Bourla, uh, for those who who uh, lied to us, who uh, pushed vaccines that didn't work, lied to us about everything, shut down speech. Uh, This includes Anthony Fauci. This includes uh, members of the Chinese government who were down with creating this bloody virus. Uh, I think there has to be be, some people going to have to go to jail. All right. We we are going to have to do something about this. And uh, I think the world is kind of done with it, to be quite honest. But they're over there and they're acting high and mighty and everything. Listen to this. This is uh, this is Al Gore. I want to play this one more time. You haven't heard this. They're so desperate, they're they're losing the uh, the battle as far as this climate change BS and the climate alarmists. That they they're just getting louder and they're creating more insane uh, things. Listen to this:
7: We're going to bring these emissions down, and and just to put the science in a, a slightly different context. People are familiar with that thin blue line that the uh are astronaut... uh,
1: talking about the troposphere, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's been there for, I don't know, five billion years.
7: That's what we're using as an open sewer. If you could drive a car straight up in the air at interstate highway speeds, you'd get to the top of that blue line in five minutes.
1: Now, here's where he goes bat guano crazy and starts spewing absolutely easily refutable lies meant to inflame ignorant people.
7: And all the greenhouse gas pollution would be below you. We're still putting 162 million tons into it every single day. And the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600 Thousand Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on that
1: the- is such an ungodly, stupid over-exaggeration. If that were the case, the world would end immediately. That is nonsense. Earth. that's what's boiling the oceans. The o- the oceans are not boiling, you moron. Everybody knows it.
7: Creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs.
1: What and- the hell? What, a rain bomb? What the hell? Okay, so there was some rain in California. Their drought, which has been happening for millions of years, was ended when there was some rain
7: and sucking the moisture out of the land that's just bullcrap too creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate ref and
1: none of that has happened not one bit of it oh and by the way al gore has made 330 million dollars with climate alarmist alarmism yeah 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 Uh, when he lost to George W Bush he set up a green investment firm now worth 36 billion dollars that pays him two million dollars a month two million dollars a month you know what if he wanted to save the environment he'd sell it all and go live in a tiny house and retire because all that he does is create carbon and pollution and he sells a lie to enrich himself. I had mentioned George in Timonium, Maryland, wanted to comment. Hello there, George. Welcome to the show. What's going on?
4: Thanks, Ralph. I love your show. I listen to it as much as I possibly can. we got to find out the age of that Uncle Tom's Cabin book that was sent. here To
1: Byron one. Donald's office, yes.
4: To Byron Donald. When I was 10 years old, I swiped a copy of Huck Finn out of a barn because I'm, I'm a reading crazy. It was an original Putnam printing and I had it um, uh, appraised. That book is worth eight thousand uh, dollars. When I went, to a, I went to a church auction for my ex-wife's church, they had a copy of Tom Sawyer, and nobody paid any attention. It was just a, uh, a book, an old book that somebody had donated. How much was it worth? Ten thousand bucks.
1: All right, thanks for the call. I got to run. Yeah, you know, if that's a first edition Uncle Tom's Cabin, Byron Donalds, you could sell that thing. You bet. bet. All right, so coming up, uh, the border control crisis, and a satirist uh, makes a lot of left-leading Gen Zers look like buffoons. I'll share that coming up.
0: Francis by is going down and there's no room on the door for Democrats. It's the Rob Carson show.
1: Oh, we got some playoff football this weekend. I'll be watching my chiefs. I live in Kansas city, so I'll be watching the chiefs tomorrow. More importantly, I'll be making ribs. Yeah, I like to cook. Uh, I've got about 100 cooking videos on the web, in case you didn't know. And you probably don't. is <laughs> one of the things that I do. I like to cook. Uh, I'm actually, I've actually uh, cooked on stage with, like, Ted Allen and uh, Wolfgang Puck as their, uh, as their sous chef. And uh, so I'm a big cook. But I'm going to be throwing some ribs in the smoker tomorrow. And I'll tell you just real quick. Uh, well, no, I won't. It, uh, ribs. If you if you, there's a difference between grilling and barbecue. What I do is both. Grilling is when you have a fire and you put meat on top of the fire. Uh, smoking is when you use heat and time and smoke to make something extraordinary. Barbecue was created uh, uh, ostensibly by the slaves in America because the uh, the people up at the plantation house they got the good cuts. They lived high on the hog, <clears throat> shoulder, etc. And then the scraps went to the slaves, and the slaves said, okay, all right, we'll just figure out how to make it even better than what you're eating up there. So they took the ribs, and they took, uh, you know, whatever, uh, the the pork picnic, you know, which was the ham, all that, and they just just seasoned it, smoked it, and the most valuable thing they added to it was time, T-I-M-E. And they made something extraordinary. So I'm going to be doing some baby backs tomorrow. Baby backs tomorrow is what we're doing um let's talk about the border real quick and uh, as i like to do i like to set it up with a little uh, bit of comedy here it's friday i can play an extra parody or two right another one from jim gossett about uh, what's happening on our border
3: our president's doing this in the democrat party down in the west texas town of el paso biden blew our southern border by plan Just posted
1: that song i do that
3: Joe won't go down there and deal with the crisis, cause he's a dunce and a senile old man. This is one of the things the Constitution guarantees a border. The border's exploding, cause Biden's done nothing, taking the week off, hit in Delaware. People are suffering, as laws are broken. Joe won't address it, cause he doesn't care. No, not one little bit, not about you and me even the mayor who's a democrat he's really hacked up at joe (laughs) who won't lift a finger he lets chaos linger six thousand a day cross the border they go give him the finger Trump's 42 is about to expire, knowing Joe, he will allow it to die. 250,000 people last month. He wants illegals as Democrat voters. Elections don't count. Kiss your freedoms. Goodbye. Yeah, this is a... uh at the least,
1: if not uh, something uh, treasonous, and, and yeah, absolutely uh, uh, opening the border to a uh, to an invading army uh, is treasonous. It is. It's traitorous. It's treasonous. That's the way it is. If you if you invite uh, people to breach your sovereign border and endanger population, that that's what that is. It, it is what it is. I mean, you can you can look it up, and you can no, it's not. Yes, it is. It really, really is it's causing uncold damage. You realize that there are people and uh, business owners in Houston who are literally sleeping in their bars and restaurants because they get broken into every night by illegals. Did you realize in Sam- in, uh, in Philadelphia's Kensington neighborhood, it looks like a walking dead zombie land. All of the all of the people who are suffering and dying and these aren't just dirty addicts, these are people. There's a new drug called Trank it's even worse than fentanyl. And Trank originally was meant to be used on uh, animals. And what it does is it uh, it causes a blackout stupor and deep festering wounds that frequently lead to ammu- amputations. What about if that was your daughter or your son living on the street there? Or your daughter or son who was found dead after taking a Xanax. They thought were Xanax they bought online, but it was loaded with fentanyl. Purposely purposely poisoned with fentanyl by the Chinese government. Yeah. Not so funny, right? Not so funny. Then there are people who are daily having their lives destroyed. Like um, there's a guy named Alex Miller. He interviewed last night on, uh, on Fox. He's a lettuce farmer. This is what he does. He goes out, he works every damn day so you could have lettuce on your sandwich or lettuce and your stupid salad or whatever. He's just trying to get by, and Joe Biden has opened the border for political reasons, and this man is suffering. Do you realize when when they come across the border, when these illegals come across the border, he's right on the border with his lettuce farm. What they'll do is they'll walk out into his lettuce farm, and they'll take a crap, and that means that he has to destroy that area of his crop. Yeah, I mean that's really legitimately happy. Here he is talking about it.
5: Well, no, they they're not, and and we're you know we live on a board, we live in a border community, and the border patrol are our friends, and the border patrol are our glorified uh, uh, travel agency now, and you know they they people cross the down here a quarter mile, and border patrol comes down and they put people in buses, they take them. What has this man done
1: to deserve this? He's guaranteed certain rights by the Constitution. And the federal government has decided to take that away through no fault of his own.
5: To a tent city that where the Border Patrol uh, station is, there's probably 5,000 people there at any given time. And they're giving them bus passes or airplane tickets, and they're flying all over the country. And it's uh, it's been insane to watch for the last two years.
1: New American Revolution. Here's some more from this lettuce farmer
5: well at a time you know we're coming out of the pandemic and at a time when all of uh, costs uh, i'm surprised he missed going to davos this year
1: actually no he'd never dream of it
5: across the border up our our freight costs are up double fuel costs are up 30 percent input costs are up 30 percent it's an additional cost that it gets sent down to the to the end user the american public and we're very proud of what we do my my wife's family has been farming here for 75 years and we're one of the young guys on the block yeah And and, and we're proud of this. We're we're proud of what we provide to the American people.
1: The US government doesn't care about your pride.
5: And this has been going on for two years. It's not stopping. I mean, I could tell you anecdotally a couple stories where a border patrol agent friend of mine saw somebody crossing that had two people crossing with him that he was paying to carry his Louis Vuitton luggage. And then on the same hand, I've seen a little girl crossing. that was a five-year-old with a phone number pinned to her chest and kind she was alone i saw that with my own eyes yeah. and it's been going on for two years and we need help down here yeah. it, it, it's not something that w- it's in, in our wheelhouse it's not something the city of yuma needs to deal with
1: um, not only does 2023 need to be a new american revolution it has to be it has to be this, you know, all the talk of existential threat, it doesn't get any more ex- existential than what the hell's happening at the border. And Joe Biden and uh, Alejandro Mayorkas need to pay for it. They need to pay for it with criminal trials and jail time. I'm absolutely 100 freaking bloody serious about this. 100%. I've been sitting on this for a week. <clears throat> British satirist Constantine Kissim. Slammed woke culture during a speech at an Oxford Union debate, and he won over the left leaning crowd. You're thinking that Gen Z is not winnable. No, they are. No, they are. Um, if, you, uh, if they sit and listen and aren't allowed to shout you down, uh, then you can make a point, and it occasionally cuts through.
7: Here's a little bit from his speech. We well, may have seen this video online, it is everywhere. Recently, the Oxford Union... The oh, that would be Tucker Carlson, T, in it up. Debating Society in Oxford, England, held a debate on wokeness. And from out of nowhere, a podcast host and comedian called Constantine Kissin defied the odds and won over the audience
6: on a college campus with force and brilliance. And, if and nobody
1: shouted
7: him down.
6: You're wondering how he did it, here's how. This country is responsible for 2% of global carbon emissions. Which means that if Britain was to sink into the sea right now, it would make absolutely no difference to the issue of climate. Well, I thought Al Gore said the oceans were boiling now. Change. You know why? Because the future of the climate is going to be decided in Asia and in Latin America. Mm. By poor people who couldn't give a about saving the planet. 120 million people in China do not have enough food. I don't mean that they don't get dessert, I mean they suffer from malnutrition. That means that their immune system is breaking down because they don't have enough food. They're starving. You're not going to get them to stay poor. And the only thing that wokeness has to offer in exchange is to brainwash bright young minds like you to believe that you are victims. To believe that you have no agency, to believe that what you must do to improve the world is to complain, is to protest, is to throw soup on paintings. We know that the way to improve the world is to work, is to create, it is to build.
1: And And the only fulfillment in your life will come from that. It will. If you're looking for meaning in your life, it's about building something. It's about being more it's about living your life to the fullest i have mentioned there's a uh, group of people that i like to call candy aisle kids now um when i was a kid when we went to the grocery store uh and you were in the checkout all of the checkouts had candy And if I was a little kid, maybe six years old, five years old, I'm sitting there, and I decided to pitch a fit and say, I want a candy bar, I want a Snicker bar, or whatever, my mom would say, no. And I'd go, I want a candy bar. And she'd say, no. And when we get home, we're going to have a talk. When mom said you didn't get a Snicker bar, you didn't get a Snicker bar. Well, now they've created special lanes in the grocery stores for parents who can't say no to their kids. For parents who can't say their kids, uh, no, you're not getting some Skittles, shut up. But, you know, these kids, they they fall on the ground and they collapse. I used to make fun of it. It's Like, the only insane people in the world are children. They're the only people who, if you didn't give them Skittles, they'd lay on the on the floor and pitch a fit and scream and embarrass themselves. It's not insanity. It's just bad parenting. So I call them candy aisle kids. And a lot of the times what we're doing is we're buckling to candy aisle kids. We're We're buckling to children in college who are demanding that we... Stop eating meat because climate change. And all we need to do is go, yeah, you know, shut up. How about this? Get a little life experience. Come back and talk a little bit because right now I'm the money, all right? Right now, my my like, for instance, where I am right now, I'm in a good place in my life. I'm making a living. I've, I've been on the planet 57 years. I, I I got wisdom. I got knowledge. All sorts of stuff. Uh, you, you pitching a Fed and you throwing a temper tantrum doesn't mean D word to me, all right? So uh, shut up. But unfortunately, there are a lot of people in power who are, Uh, buckling to those children. Here's a little bit more from Constantine
6: Kissin. Uh, I think people really enjoyed it. And I think it's partly because people are fed up of workness, as of course you know. But I think also there's another thing going on, Tucker. We live in a society in which adults are afraid of children. Yes. And young people in particular. And so when you see somebody who is an adult talking to young people and being straight with them and saying, look, if you care about certain issues in the world, if you care about climate change or racial injustice or whatever, whining and complaining is not going to fix that problem that nope. we need young people to step up and actually work and build and create things and as i said in the speech to to create the technology and the science that is going to help solve all the problems of the future so i think that's one of the reasons it's gone uh, so viral and the feedback has been incredible I... yeah
1: and and kids are liking it and i'm not meaning to deride all general Zers. i i'm not just the candy aisle kids here is what constantine kissin suggests to open dialogue and stop this nonsense.
6: Well as you say I think I made a rational argument and I think this is the thing that I've been thinking about a lot. You know uh, we spoke a few years ago and as a comedian I was concerned about the erosion of free speech and the censorship particularly in this country in the UK but as we've interviewed people in trigonometry as we've spoken to some of the greatest minds you know the Jordan Petersons of the world and many others. What I've started to realize is that this ideology wokeness, is fundamentally anti-human and the narrative goes something like this you know we are evil particularly westerners especially you know straight white men like you yeah, but actually yes, all yes. of us are evil and we must be punished and that's why some of the solutions that we are being offered to the issue of climate change don't seem to make much sense i don't really see how making pensioners in britain freeze to death over the winter <laughs> is going to solve the problem yes, of climate yes, change yes, or indeed impoverishing yes. people in india and in china yeah. and i think actually we've got to believe that young people are persuadable we've got to make the rational arguments to them uh, and that is I I think the way uh, to, to deal with many of these problems we've got to challenge young people to step up and be better
1: absolutely and give them a reason to be not just to be pissed off not just to to shout people down and filibuster them but to have a reason for being i'm going to share a little bit more on this on the other side of the break stick around it's the rob carson show
0: Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's the Rob Carson Show.
1: I had mentioned this uh, this guy named Constantine Kissin, who uh, we are going to have on the show, um, talks about uh, how we need to stop being afraid of children. And uh, and again, I'm not meaning to uh, demean just uh, people for their age, Gen Zers. Okay, that's not my. T- I have two kids as Gen Zers. I love and respect them very much, and I get texted during my show constantly by my son because he's been indoctrinated by the university experience, and he consequently leans a little bit left. But you know, he has to listen to me every day because he lives here now. <laughs> Did you hear that, Will? Okay, he did, actually. I'm sure I'm going to get a text in a second. Uh, But here's like Victor Davis Hanson. He said the same thing. He talked about candy out kids uh, a few months back. The left is a revolutionary. It's like the French Revolutionary Jacobin movement. They don't trust any customs. They don't honor any laws. Everything is fluid, and it's legal only to the extent that it's useful. So
7: the 180-year filibuster that they used to treasure as a minority party in this, they want to get rid, rid of it. The 150-person, uh, the
1: 150-year, nine-person Supreme Court. Get rid of it. It's no yeah. longer useful. They can't have a Republican justice flip as they did from Warren to David Souter easily anymore. So, the, the like adolescents, they're angry. 50 state union we've had for 60 years. Bring in two more states to get senators. Same thing with. A national voting law to uh, override the country yeah it is and also uh, they say things like uh, gen z uh, and many millennials say oh racism is the worst white supremacy is worse than ever because you know and then without any without any uh, evidence whatsoever and they do it to forward a left-leaning agenda because they've been brainwashed by it uh here's a little bit more from constantine uh, kissing about reaching uh younger people with regard to finding the truth
6: I do and I think we all have to embrace that approach I think we're not going to get anywhere by chastising people we mm-hmm. have to try right. and persuade them I think that you've we've got to remember Tucker they're young minds we were all young once and we were just as idiotic and stubborn uh, and so sure of ourselves that we thought we knew everything uh, I think we got to fight uh, we got to fight to change people's <clears throat> minds and the way to do that is with rational argument and encouraging critical thinking which is what I hope my speech has done
1: yeah and if you cannot get someone to uh, argue with you rationally if you have somebody who merely wants to filibuster you or or scream at you uh you know I, i i have this expression that i use it's dirt 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 Derp, derp, derp. I was asked by it because we're getting ready to add a major affiliate, and somebody said, what is derp, derp, derp? I said, it's when it's when you uh, when you just get tired of defending whatever position where you, you've you won the argument, the uh, the argument is over, and uh, you still have people screaming at you like, America's the most racist it's ever been. No, no, it's not. Climate change is real. The planet is warming up. The sea levels are right. No, no, they're not. No, they're not. No, they're not. There was no election malfeasance in 2020. You know, uh, yeah, there was. You, you know what? Instead of going through all the list of the binding of material that I have, which I do, by the way, and and files. Instead of going through all that, um, derp, derp, derp. I don't have time for the nonsense. I don't have time to entertain things that are nonsensical. And that's why I say that 2023 has to be the year we turn from nonsense and return to common sense. That's it. And it is also the start of what I consider to be a, uh, a new American revolution, a peaceful one. But again, uh, a return to our founding principles and a return to common sense and not nonsense. They're able to crush it in places like Brazil. And hopefully that isn't over. But they're able to crush it in Iran. They were able to crush it in Cuba. They ain't going to crush it here anymore. They're not. Going to come back and wrap things up in a second. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. That's going to do it for the show, guys. Make sure to check out the podcast. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen and share with others and subscribe. I'd appreciate it. Also, my TV show, Rob Carson's What in the World is on Newsmax this weekend. Guaranteed to be hilarious. Have a glorious weekend. God bless you guys. And until Monday, whatever you do, don't catch the stupid. Go Chiefs. See you Monday.